He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to another episode of Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today we've got another conference preview for the 2023 season. We're doing the Sun Belt. A little bit of a technical FCS crossover here because we're talking about a, a handful of former great FCS programs, one that we know a little too well from kicking the crap out of us on a week-to-week basis. Sean, you look like you're uh, really straining yourself there. What are you, you good? Is that is that your pee bottle? What are you? No, I, I, I talked into the water bottle instead of the microphone. <laughs> Dude, that's so... <laughs> I know it's a really early for calling the clip something, uh, but I didn't get to see myself do that. I'd love to see that on the on the replay of me trying to answer your question uh, into the water bottle. Uh, but Joe, yeah, I was just trying to open it with one hand. Thanks for pointing it out for the audio listeners. Yeah, that, that I was straining myself. I tightened it too tight. Okay. Well, how are you doing yeah. today? Separate from that, uh, doing okay. Um, we uh, we hit it pretty hard for the fight last night. It was a big fight. Javante Davis versus Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. Javante Davis won, like I told everybody that he would, and everybody likes to tell me, "Oh no, no, the value's not there. The value's there. The value was there." And it was, and I won money, and you didn't. So ha ha ha. That's not directed at you, Joe, but everyone else. Well, that didn't didn't it's a bad I know, I know, I, I know. But but for me, to everyone else that tried to take Garcia and make a cute play, ha 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 ha. You made a dumb decision. Well, I'm glad you made some money, Sean. Sounds no, like you had a, produ- had a productive night. I wasted way more than I made, so that's oh, that's there, there, yeah, yeah. there it is. I, I know I'm pretty could probably guess that you spent most of that on the post night meal. One could only assume, especially the way that you're downing that out al- that not alcohol that water or whatever that was. Water, it's a hydrating. We're we're trying to have a more hydrated summer than the last. I think that's uh, that that's a big goal. Uh, I, here's the thing. Here's why I don't like this this bottle, Joe. And you're gonna help me do some quick math. Twenty eight fluid ounces, right? Uh-huh. And basically four and a half of these go into a gallon. Is what the math says, but I don't believe that. How many goes into how many ounces are in the gallon? One hundred twenty-eight. One hundred twenty-eight. So, so what that doesn't I, that doesn't work out. That does not. It add almost up. does though, because twenty-five times four is a hundred, and then four times eight is thirty-two. So four and a half of these. Uh, it, it, but it doesn't. I can't trick no, myself into saying four and three quarters of them. So you should be drinking five of them. I'm getting five of them because I don't believe that this. That four mental round down here, that four of these come even close to a gallon of water. By the way, this made me think of, um, and we're going to get into it right now after this. But so this past week, I stumbled on some old things, some some old pieces that I wrote in college. And one of the things that I did was a story on Sean. And the, part of the reason why is I was being lazy and I was like, oh, I, I was supposed <laughs> to do any real journalism. I, I was supposed to do a profile piece. But at the same time, it was like, OK, this is a cool story. Like how many offensive linemen do you know that are interning for another former offensive lineman that was is now a radio show host and wants to work in media? And like I thought it was a cool story. I got a good grade on that one because that professor was nice. Uh, but I remember one of the one of the lines what was the line that I texted you that was oh. in there that 
that made me think of the fact that your math is so archaic. Is it, it, it? Oh my god! What was I it? think it was, of math outside of the box is what I do, and that's no, no, no. But the, not a lot of people do. The line that I texted you that I wrote in this story was I'm trying to find it here. This is gonna god. this is gonna bug me. I way to use your Thursday here. Also, that was that was great. Oh, I got oh. completely <laughs> sidetracked when I was supposed to be doing oh. other work. I got it, Joe. Um, he oh, he. Yeah. He, yeah, he acknowledged as a freshman his greatest weapon was his voice and not his science skills or understanding of the world economy. That's true. But I, the reason why I wrote that is you said that to me. You're like, oh, I don't have any science skills or wow. understanding of the world economy. Here's, You know what oh, I've been tri- tripped up on? Yeah. Um, so there's the Instagram videos or TikTok videos, whatever you, you uh, watch. And they'll do simulations of like a car jump on different gravities of different planets, right? So you see Earth, here's the the car going up the ramp and how it falls. Ugh. And okay, here's Mars and here's the moon. And then they're doing it like Jupiter and the sun and Uranus and Pluto. I'm like, here's what I can't grasp. If we haven't been there, how are we going to tell how are you going to tell me what the gravity is on these on these uh, Oh, okay, planets? we're not we're and not doing no, 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 we're, we're not we're not doing this. Is oh, if you my. sent out a probe or something and and we're That's able to not track how that works. That's not how that works. You can you what are we trying st- to scale because of uh, Earth's yes, size and the it, gravity? You can't scale it. It's based it. on the no, proportion no. of, oh, no. yes, it, it's a little more complicated than that. But yes, they do. It's Science isn't in math. doesn't just change based on location. I think they're Idiots. guessing. I, and I'm not trying to discredit. It's I a very it's a approximated guess. guess. That's why. Have you seen the equal sign that is, I forget there's an With actual the slash? Word. No, it's squiggly. The, with the slash means it's not equal to holy okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god okay what's the squiggle one it means it's an approximate answer it is not a guaranteed this is what the answer is it is an assumptive an, an assumption of an answer i think that when i see these videos and they're doing the calculations it's been i'm sitting here like how do you know you can't know that. You can't know. Because people dedicate their lives to calculating these things. I, I, I swear I to God. They, I think the they do their best. The fact that you at one point, the fact that you at one point, and also yeah, at one point in college, and then also you still do believe this, but you are so adamant that you're smarter than me. That's just not true. That's just not oh, it true. it really is. It's, it's absolutely not. I refuse, oh, I, I refuse I think I'm, to I'm, accept I'm, that. Uh, technically smarter than you with my hands. Real world smarts also. Uh, okay, says the the massive oaf that yes, I'm better with my hands. That's not what I'm talking what about that? here. Okay. You're talking. I, I'm just saying that it, I, I am. You I think, you physically I, I, I think practically a evolved to be better with your hands because that was what you were used for was moving shit. That's what you were used for. What were you used? For? What were you used for? Thinking. Oh God, I'm sure. The only thing I've ever uh, seen you think of and really think about is, is cheesesteaks. That's what I've seen you in your deepest okay. thought is getting a cheesesteak. Yeah. Um, all right. We're, we've are we already gone off the rails. Uh, Joe DeLeo and Sean Anderson again. Today we're doing the Sun Belt for our conference previews. Uh, we've moved pretty quickly through these conference previews, but the offseason moves so much faster than I think a lot of us realize. There's a lot of teams that we're a little familiar with. Like JMU, and I, I saw something that JMU got like rings made, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to get into that because I don't really understand what's going on with that. But JMU moved into the Sun Belt this past year after kicking the crap out of every FCS team every single year, and had a really good start to their time as an FBS program. I don't 
fully want to sit here and spend a lot of time talking about JMU just for the sake of, I don't believe that they can currently compete still for that Sunbelt title. I think there is still a transitionary period where there are sanctioned, if that's the right wording for it. But I will say, Sean, for JMU, before we talk about the other teams that are competing for a Sunbelt title, they're a little bit depleted. They were one of those teams that really geared up with a lot of upperclassmen, pulled a lot of guys in the portal. They had a really talented uh, quarterback in Todd Centio who has gotten some NFL looks. He was one of the better offensive players in the country this past year. He is gone. They're pretty depleted. As much as I want to sit here and say that JMU is going to be weaker, they have consistently been one of those teams that has stepped up and retooled and refueled after losing guys. Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA. Uh, especially again during the off season, always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's BetOnline.ag and use promo code Believe Fifty. It's promo code Believe Fifty to get fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, I'm. I'm not in the business of saying that JMU is going to take a step back because whenever we thought that they were, they didn't. They it, whenever oh man they're they're losing that quarterback oh well the get the next guy can't be better or as good and they were they were uh, uh Brian Shore was replaced by um dumb dumb uh playing for the Cowboys and, and uh and CFL ben right Denucci. now yeah Danucci yeah. I'm I, I'm not that guy. yeah well the finger guns was a little excessive on the fourth time around in a quarter but I get it that's what <laughs> happens if you don't want the finger guns then you, you stop them from scoring. Uh, but regardless, in JMU fashion, they replaced good defensive linemen with better defensive linemen, good linebackers with better linebackers. Every year, every year, every year, when we got the scouting report, here's the dude, here's the dude. Oh, remember that guy last year? This guy's bigger. That's what JMU does. And they recruit really well. They do. They recruit so well that they didn't take me after my official. So <laughs> they know they know what they're uh, doing. Uh, and, and they're not they're not a team that you really want to uh, – God – Stupid Doc Rivers had that that comment. You don't want to play with your meat uh, recently about, huh? you know, he he rephrased it. He phrased it poorly like you don't want to play with your food. Um, you don't want to play with JMU like that because they will uh, make you pay 
in just a, a variety of fashions. I mean, they don't uh, want to play with your meat. Yep, that's what he said. You just said that on the that was the quote that he said. Yeah, at least I, I think unless it was a ball sack sports tweet or a butt crack sports tweet and I got got regardless, probably uh, the uh, FBS or I guess they're all FBS, but they got Virginia this year, which isn't terribly frightening of a draw. Yeah, the, the one thing I will say about JMU is that they have always been a transfer portal darling. They've oh, always yeah. been one of those teams as an FCS program that they've just had such an easy time stealing guys from the portal and uh, being an attractive destination for guys that were quality players that maybe got beat out, that were highly recruited, that got beat out, and then they just developed those guys so easily. Man, I, I will say, I don't think it will take long for James Madison to be a consistent, dominant team in the Sun Belt a consistent winner of the Sun Belt. And for anyone who's listening to this, who's going to get mad at me, to, but anyone who's going to sit here and get mad in the comments, like, oh, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. I do know because we went and we were, we went to their stadium three times in my career. I That is one of the nicest stadiums. They have so much backing from that university. They have some of the best facilities at the G5 level. I wouldn't be surprised if, if in 10 years from now, they don't try to make an even further jump. They are that committed of a program, and it's a very rabid fan base. They are a very active and committed fan base, which is why I have faith that they figure it out. I'd love to know who their next quarterback is. They do have some guys returning. Uh, Nick Kidwell is a quality player. James Carpenter, defensive lineman, is a quality player. And then they've got two strong linebackers, and uh, Taurus Jones and Jalen Walker. Not a lot of pieces to get excited about, but they're just such a well-coached team, man. It's, it is such a well-coached unit that I would always be worried and afraid. And I know that eventually they're going to probably be looking for a new coach not too long from now, but yeah. it is, I would argue it might be one of the most attractive destinations for any coach uh, to sign up for that is looking for that next job to put themselves in a successful spot. They have produced so many great results because there's just a fantastic focus on this program right now and a commitment to athletics that you're, you're you hit it right on the head since we've and they have just been focused and dialed in and saying, "Hey, look at all these teams around us that are that you know they're trying to. We're going to go for it. We're really going to commit, and they have committed. And their biggest problem, if they have one, for keeping fans in the stands of as of recently, it's oh yeah, they leave at halftime because JMU's up by forty. So it, it's 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 kind of hard to keep the the Greek crowd." Uh, when there's not when there's not much stakes. Oh, we got this game in the bag. Yeah, let's go party. Now they maybe you're getting some more uh, fans in the stands later on, but kickoff packed house every game. So it, no, some of the good, most annoying fans, by the no, way, to deal with. Oh God, they suck. even the, the those stupid streamers, those godforsaken streamers, are the worst thing in college football. And Damn anyone, you. nobody knows what I'm talking about that's not familiar with it. Once that becomes a more talked about thing, I, I can't stand those those damn streamers. The post grads of JMU are quick to let you know that they went to JMU and very very proud of it. And you know, oh, what? go ahead and be proud of it. But uh, they they can wear 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 thin rather quickly uh, with their hubris. Regard, but for the football team, they're on the rise and they stayed on the rise since the 2010s. So keep on climbing. Now. 
to put in perspective who I, I'm just going to be completely blunt here. We're talking about the top teams from last year. I, I think Troy is going to win it this upcoming season. They need to figure out the quarterback position, but holy crap, their defensive line is so good. TJ Jackson, Richard Jubinor, and then Javon Solomon, that grouping is formidable. Two of the best guys, if not three of the best guys in the conference is starting on that defensive line. They get after the quarterback. They produce a ton of tackles for loss. They produce a lot of sacks. They were 12-2 and two last year for a reason. And then they've also got a strong running back in Kamani Vidal, who was pretty productive this past year. Now, I've said this. I have said this on Rafino and Joe. And we, we did like a, a Cinderella team episode where we talked about if somebody had like an unexpected sneak in, who could it be? To the, to, to the college football playoff. This is highly unlikely. But I think that there is a capability with Deuce Vaughn gone that they could beat Kansas State. There is a possibility. I need to know who's going to be their quarterback next year. I need to know how good this guy is. And I know that, you know, I got mad at you for the Illinois take. This yeah, one's yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for you to put a cap on this so I can I can this one is this Go one ahead. is far more realistic because Go what ahead. team was it? You said it was Toledo. Toledo stinks, man. Toledo's oh, okay. Why do we talk about Toledo? Troy is why a good talk about program. Toledo because we had to talk about the MAC teams. What I top tell you about Mac that teams. finger? Don't Troy put your finger at me like that. Is a good. How about my whole Scott, hand? No, no, how about no, my yeah, whole yeah. hand? How about you Troy take that out of the screen? It's a really good football team, and I would argue they are a top five G five team, if not a top three or top one G5 team going into next year. Eat that. Okay. All right. Hey, take a breath here, pal. No. Uh, also, I would say when we get the expansion to 12, sure, Troy can make it. They'll be the team to make it. They'll get biggity bounced by maybe an Oklahoma State who would make it or a Kansas State that would make it. They would, uh, but it, it, Troy is fun. I, I I think they have a good quarterback, uh, Kamani Vidal. Or, or Vidal, or I, I do it. I, I swear. I believe I, it's Vidal. I believe it is. I, I, I've listened Vidal. to it. I've listened. I was watching the film today, and I heard how they pronounced it. <sighs> Sorry Sean for the butchering. Don't, he's don't a solid way, runner. He's got a. Uh, he's got big thighs, a big butt, strong back. He's he's a very solid running back uh, for Troy. Uh, Richard Jubinor, uh, I like him. He is fast, and if you have a big, slow offensive tackle. He's going to beat your big, slow offensive tackle. That's how it's going to work in every level of college football. FCS, if you have a fast guy and you have a big, slow offensive tackle, sure, they're not going to, you know, he's going to be a liability in the run game, but pass game, tee off. And he does tee off. And he beats these offensive tackles consistently. He is impressive. He's got good bend. Uh, He is just fast. And I don't know. You know what? People... Every Troy fan's going to say, you know, I hope he goes earlier. You know, it, it, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he has the NFL frame. It's just enjoy him making quarterbacks' lives hell when they don't have an athletic offensive tackle. Just enjoy that, Troy fans, because it's going to be fun. By the way, one thing that I want to bring up, and this goes for all of the teams, all of the Sunbelt teams for 2023, what gets really strange, and this is one of the few conferences that I think we're actually going to have this trend, Go pull up Sunbelt fans, all or the uh, the all Sunbelt team from last year. All of the top teams quarterbacks are gone. There they were grad students, sixth year guys, fifth year guys, seniors. All of them are gone except for one guy that we're going to talk about in a second for Coastal Carolina. <clears throat> Man, my voice is cracking a lot today. 
I, that's why I told you to take a breath. I know how you. I know Shut how you up. get. But hey. all of these quarterbacks being gone, I think that we need to focus on who's got the best O line, who's got the best D line, who's got the best athletes. You that's what's going to create success. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm curious to see who steps up. Who is that next guy? Because we had a lot of really good quarterback play last year uh, with some of these various teams and the way that they performed. But a lot of these guys are gone. A lot of these guys are gone. No, at a point. Okay, South Alabama, Sean. Last year, was learn how to do a show. You put a pin on it. Okay, all right. South Alabama. You closed it out with a bow. South Alabama was ten and three last year, and I think that South Alabama, for the way that they performed, is going to be as well one of the top teams uh, this upcoming season in the Sun Belt. They're returning Ladamian Webb, who is a really strong runner. Yam Banks, their safety, is a very highly talked about guy. Um, as well as the fact that they added two SEC guys in the portal, which is hard to do. None of the other Sunbelt teams added that much SEC talent. And an SEC guy is an SEC guy. He is going to help your team significantly, even if he was a backup on the roster. Now, you've indicated here, Sean, that they play Tulane and Oklahoma State. I don't see a world where they win both of those games or, frankly, any of those games because those are difficult opponents to have to play. Um, but they'll probably be, again, one of the top four teams in the Sun Belt because of that returning talent to this offense. Here's what I think uh, – here's what I like about South Alabama. Um, one of the gentlemen on the show that I produced, uh, I believe he picked them uh, for his – uh, lock of the week last year. So they're on the radar for some of the uh, the top minds in college football. Not just us, but the top minds uh, are, are like South Alabama. LaDamian Webb's really fun, uh, the former FSU, FSU transfer. Uh, he's got 8-bit feet. Uh, if you don't know what that is, just imagine how an 8-bit character like Luigi would, uh, would run. Very quick feet animation. Uh, very consistent. He's not going to start breaking out into a long stride when he doesn't need to. It's just pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, uh, uh, like a just so fast. Uh, and that's always going to cause trouble for defenses having a guy that can break it open uh, whenever you need it. Uh, and they're just good. They're talented on both ends. They're a fun team. I think they're going to propose a lot of challenges for. Troy and all the other top teams in the Sun Belt, which is good. It's good to have parity. They did last year. Uh, they, you know, just keep on challenging the teams that you need to challenge. Okay, you lost to Coastal last year in overtime. You pushed Coastal to overtime. Coastal was the, the favorite to win by a landslide last year. Were they not? They were, and they underperformed. Keep, keep pushing the teams that are expected to win, and you're going to have a good program. That's what you're going to do might take a little bit, but now you're on the cusp of being among the rest. Good for South Alabama. Uh, I also think they have a badass logo. They do have a pretty cool logo. I think if somebody, but I also do like their stadium. Mobile, Alabama is a very underrated uh, little area. I've been there a couple times now for the Senior Bowl. Um, good vibe there. Good vibe. I think that they're a quality football program, but if I were to pinpoint who would be the most likely to give Troy the most pressure? It is Coastal Carolina. And it's for the specific reason that I just brought up a second ago with the returning quarterbacks. Grayson McCall made an unexpected decision to not only return to college football, but to not enter the portal and leave and go elsewhere. I think a lot of people expected, 
I thought he was going to go to Florida. I really thought that he was going to end up at Florida and that he was going to be uh, their next guy because they desperately needed a quarterback. But instead, he sticks around after Jamie Chadwell left, which which was such a lateral stupid move to go to Liberty. So Liberty, dumb. by the way, I hate hated that move. They yeah. ended up hiring as their new head coach, Tim Beck, who was the NC State offensive coordinator. And we knew that uh, NC State had really good quarterback play with Devin Leary and a really good offense the past couple of years. So this is a very underrated hire. A lot of guys did hop in the portal, which is expected when you have a head coaching change. Some guys, there was one guy that went to UNC, one guy went to Michigan. They had some really talented guys on this roster, but they do return CJ Beasley, who is one of the better running backs in G5, JT JT Killen at linebacker, Shane Bruce at linebacker. Um, And then on top of that, Jared Brown, who is a younger wide receiver, one of the stronger targets on this roster for Grayson Call. Look, I'm going to be very frank. They did lose a lot of defensive talent, but I think that when you have an experienced quarterback like this who runs an offense effectively, do they move away from that triple option look, that option look that they love to rely on? Or not, it's not triple option, but they relied on a lot of run option plays with Grayson McCall. I think that they have a legitimate opportunity here to reclaim themselves as the top Sunbelt team. Uh, just, you can almost tell in their season when McCall got hurt last year, uh, their, their team changed drastically, which a lot of teams will, that's not an individual take to, uh, uh, coastal Carolina. When you lose your quarterback, you're going to have to make some changes pretty quickly. And he's your starting quarterback for a reason because he's the best player, uh, on the team or the best person in that position, uh, but getting dusted by 40 to JMU rough losing by what is that there? Uh, 16 to Troy, the the disaster in the Birmingham Bowl between East Carolina when they hung 50 on them. That's a team that isn't clicking on all cylinders. If you don't have the offense, I know it's tough, but you can't let ECU put 50 on you. You just can't, right? In a bowl game, all right, who cares about the bowl game? But these players kind of care about the bowl game. Figure it out. Uh, Coastal Carolina, though, still have talent. I still think they're going to be able to recruit decently because of the recency effect and their success. Uh, Grace McCall play says for himself, he's a gamer. He reminds me of the uh, God, who's the the Utah QB. It's not just the hair. Uh, but Cam Rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They remind uh, me a lot. No, Grace McCall is a much better athlete. Gamers, bro, is what I'm saying. Gamers. As a, you're right? you're one of the worst people at giving comps, but sure, let's go with it. Hey. I didn't say they were the exact same frame. I said you, you know who really the with the same ferocity. You know who really reminds me? Uh, Anthony Richardson really reminds me of Kyler Murray. They're yeah. both very mobile. <laughs> like that's what you just did. That was what you just did. When They're I not select, when I select a trait like that to compare to another player and how they attack the game with ferocity, that's what I'm comparing. I'm not comparing their shoe sizes. All right. I'm not comparing their shoe sizes either. Yeah, but so comp- you just compared their shoe a sizes. A comp is a I physical, a mental trait, and I comped a, a, an aura. If you can't do that yet, then I don't. I you know I, maybe I'll, I'll I'll teach you something. Captain Comp over here, man. I don't dude, call me Captain Comp. <laughs> don't you dare, dude. I, I think one of the my biggest fears on the draft show I do with Ryan is giving a bad comp, but I, I don't think I've ever given ones as bad as you. So we'll be fine. You're so 
you you can't comprehend the the level of thinking that I'm on right now. I'm thinking in 4D. You're thinking in 2D. You're thinking to... in 1D. Let's let's no, be honest. No, no, no. I'm in 4D, brother. I'm in 4D. Uh, Grayson also... McCall is a good football player, though. A really good football player. I agree. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. Uh, CJ Beasley's a ton of fun. Uh, I mean, just think the hurdle play. Everyone knows about the hurdle play. It was a great play, and that's what great players do. And then uh, JT Killen, I really like him. He's their linebacker. Keep your eye on him. Number 21 last season. Teams run away from him. You know why, Joe? Because he finds the football. He's a solid tackler, and he finds the football, and they know that you can't run to JT Killen because he is going to plant your running back in the ground. He is going to take on whatever block that he needs to take on effectively. It's not just taking on a block saying, oh, I got blocked. Look, I did my job. No, you took on the block and then you either shed and you fill or you're just you're there. You're you're there. You're you're not getting blocked out of the play. He's staying in the play, even if he's getting blocked. I like killing. I think he's a, a very hard nosed player. Now, the last remaining top performing team last year is one that is painful for me to bring up. Marshall, who was nine. Oh, they shut up. They beat Notre Dame. Yes, they beat. Notre oh, Dame. look, they. Two of the better players that they're returning, Owen Porter uh, on the defensive line and uh, defensive back Micah Abraham. They did lose some guys in the portal, but I will say this about Marshall. They've got a really underrated, sneaky offensive line, a really, really sneaky offensive line. And I think that they are going to clear some some lanes this upcoming year with whoever is back there at quarterback. I don't foresee Marshall as someone threatening to win the Sun Belt, but they're just another one of those well-coached programs, former top FCS program that translated and carried that success early on into their FBS days. Um, so I, I would watch out, out for them for, for simply just for that offensive line play and then a couple of the guys that they have on their roster. Yeah, interesting schedule for Marshall. Open with Albany, uh, then ECU, not a gimme. Virginia Tech, eh. I don't know if we might be a gimme. Might be a gimme. Um, ODU, ODU is a, a weird, very weird team in the Sun Belt who will just play up to the occasion and then play as far down to the occasion as they would like to. Uh, ODU very, very hot and cold. So chalk that up as whatever. NC State, yeah, that's tough. Georgia State, okay. James Madison, that's going to be a money game for them. Uh, Coastal Carolina, money game. Appalachian State money, Georgia Southern, uh, South Alabama, Arkansas State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they got a kind of a murderer's row uh, from September to October. That two months is is going to be huge for their focus and locked inedness. But maybe they can upset a different uh, team this year. Shut up. Uh, Here's last, last thought for anyone that's best of the rest. We can't not talk about Frank Gore Jr., man, at, at Southern Miss. Southern Miss is like an okay, fine football program. I just remember watching their bowl game, and the way that they used him in the bowl game was kind of insane, but the way that you would expect them to use... It, the guy touches the ball on every play. He is the best player on that team by a mile. And I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of production he puts together this upcoming year. But the, they use that guy for everything. They for should. everything. He, he kind of plays like his dad, but he's smaller than him. Um, but be warned. Be warned, Sunbelt. Southern Miss last year took down Tulane. That, you know, good for you. Wait, they did? 
Uh, yeah, September 24th, 22. Southern Miss 27, Tulane 24. I didn't know that. They lost by 23 to Miami. That's not they, good. And they beat the, the Northwestern State Demons 64 to 10. That's a JV team in the FCS. I know. I know. I still follow one of other people on Twitter. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm still getting news from you. All right. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see how the volleyball program's doing. Pretty good. No, but Frank Gore Jr., though, uh, I don't have his stats pulled up. Dude. I don't know if you pulled those up. Um, I'm curious what he had. I uh, I don't know why, and I know it doesn't always happen. You know, Michael Jordan's kid was not an NBA star, right? Kind of tough to fill that. But Frank Gore having a son playing football makes me think that that's, his son is going to be very, very good at football. He rushed for 1,382 yards and nine touchdowns, oh, which is that. a silly rushing total. Um, I bet he's pretty durable. Some, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I just I, remember I, it. And you, maybe think, I'm, you think Southern Miss realized, oh, hey, how long did your dad play? 80 years. How many yards does he have? 100,000. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to give you the ball a little bit here. Uh, one of the other things, too, and I might be misremembering, but if I remember correctly, they were like just lining him up in the wildcat. And they're just Why like, not? dude, just go, man. Just go. It's all you, dude. It, it It is one of the most archaic offensive approaches I've ever witnessed that has worked. <laughs> he's, he's the Sunbelt's uh, Darren McFadden. That's what he is. I like He's it. the Sunbelt's Frank Gore. What do you <laughs> <laughs> it, it It's like, okay, this, this guy is a bucket every time he gets the football. So, like, why would we overthink this? We'll run dive every single play. And then they they basically said, you know what? Why are we wasting time snapping the ball and handing it off? Just just run dive from shotgun and you take the snap and we're going to put another tight end out there. That's, I really liked how you used a basketball reference there for football terminology. He's a bucket. That, that should be used more for running backs to get three yards. He's a bucket every time. I think that that's... No. <laughs> No, I, I'm turning that term. down. Eat, eat it. If I'm Captain Comp, then you can't go out here coining terms. All right. I can coin whatever I want. I have a larger audience than you. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson. Any final <laughs> thoughts? Hell? Any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. Hack City on YouTube. I think I'm still going to California, uh, even though Joe uh -oh. was giving me more sass today than I was expecting. I uh, I, so. I would say there's I, I bet that there is at least a. 20% chance that the trip gets rescheduled. I would bet from that's you, a little high on your end. That's a little high. I, I don't have a lot of faith in you for a lot of things. So we'll find out. Mm. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. I'll give that to you. Uh, I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll get more content coming that week. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson radio. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.